Alright guys, final score is back. We're off a busy Thanksgiving week. We didn't have episode last week. Lynn was on one of his 40 vacations that he takes. Um, <laughs> he was actually on his own vacation, not a work vacation last week. So uh, I guess that one counts. He gets, what, two a year? Uh, but <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. So it looked like you had a good time at Disney. I did. It was fun. I got to see the new Galaxy's Edge. Uh, the Star Wars you theme suck. area. You suck. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Rub it in. It was fun. Anyway, while he was gone and, and we were gone last week, there was a lot of football going on. Of course, Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a ha- happy Thanksgiving. hope you didn't eat too much. Go into a food coma because uh, there was a lot of football played. At three games, three, you know, pretty. It wasn't, wasn't really blowouts. Well, there was one blowout. It looked like uh, the middle game was a blowout. Made it kind of look look respectable at the end. Um, big week in the NFL. A lot of a lot of good matchups. You know, you had a potential Super Bowl matchup, Super Bowl preview with the 49ers and the Ravens. Uh, you know, other than that, you then you had the revenge game, of course, Pittsburgh and Cleveland from that that incident that happened a couple weeks ago. And before we before we start, let's get on that. Uh, you know, I've watched you and me have watched a lot of football over the years, uh, and it seems like with Cleveland, nothing that happens is ever their fault. You know, it's not my fault that we we we're a terrible team. It's not our fault we're a terrible team, and they they seem to make the wrong decisions. Well. You know, making a decision like a coach, a head coach in the NFL wearing a T-shirt that says uh, Pittsburgh started it. I, I mean, you don't want to, you know, and and, and so I've heard some, some media people talking about, well, that didn't make any difference in the outcome of the game. That didn't uh, make Cleveland miss blocks or that didn't make Baker Mayfield third down or something. No, but, you know, one thing you always say, you don't want to give another team bulletin board material, especially with a matchup like that. I mean, because emotions were running high in that game. Uh, and, you know, Cleveland, even some of the pits, and, and you you could tell, especially some of the offensive linemen for Pittsburgh after the game were, were talking about how stupid it was for a head coach to be wearing a shirt like that, which – Freddie Kitchens, I guess you can call him a coach. He doesn't seem to be doing such a good job with all that talent in Cleveland, in my opinion. Um, he said after the game he would wear it all over again. So, I mean, whatever okay. you want. Uh, but, you know, I just I just don't understand the mentality of Cleveland. I listened to some Cleveland fans calling in on a Pittsburgh radio station this morning. And, uh, you know, Saying that if Tomlin was coaching the Browns, the Browns would be nine and three. Uh, well, they probably would be better than what what Freddie Kitchens is. Uh, I, I mean, I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how the Browns are not nine and three right now uh, with all that talent they got on the team, and and yeah, yeah. He, he's just showing he's not much. He might be a good coordinator, but he's not much of a head coach. And this was handpicked by. Baker Mayfield, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's get to some news, too. Another news here. Uh, we haven't talked about this guy in a while, but when I saw this a few minutes ago, I said, we've got to talk about this. 
Antonio Brown, of course, you you heard about the Patriots are saying they would enter, they would welcome him back with open arms. Of course, they would right now, as much as their offense is struggling. And I think that the time, the period has passed for them to be able to sign anybody. Like that. I think November thirtieth was that, but he's 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 working on something else while he's been out of football. AB says new songs will share his stories of police chase and being shot in the ear. So he's been working on music. He dropped a teaser collaboration with Sean Kingston on Monday and suggested the songs will share some of his personal experiences, including the biggest police chase at Florida International University's campus and being shot in the left ear. Now that's something I, I really want to, to hear about. So I guess he's he's going he's taking a page out of Le'Veon Bell's book, and I don't know if this is rap or if this is going to be R and B, but uh, I'm sure I'll, I I have to listen to this at least once. Um, really? Yeah, I'm gonna listen to it just to just you to, to see. pay for it to listen to it. Well, he's got a link up here. Uh, let me see if it'll play. He's got a link to pre-listening is what he said, and maybe I can turn it up loud enough where you can hear it. Hold on. Oh, never mind. Says here we go, here we go, and my internet's a little slow, so it may not play good. Okay. Oh, come on now. Sounds like a Grammy. I don't know which one this is about, but it's. I didn't know he played music before. I didn't either. Coming Friday, he says on King Cab Records. I'll be waiting at the record store. I've never heard of them either. Anyway, on to real news. Let's see what we got. Um, Minshew, Nick Foles. What happened to Nick Foles? He's back. Nick Foles sucks. Is it just, you know, is it just the the fact that he's not with the Eagles? There's something about, you know, that uniform, like his Superman outfit. Well, he did get hurt, too, though. Well, yeah, he's been hurt, but... I mean, this same thing. Was it a throwing shoulder that he hurt? Or was it non-throwing shoulder? I I can't remember. But this same thing happened when he left the Eagles the first time. When he went to the Rams. He struggled in another system. And it's happening again with Jacksonville. I mean, I can't blame. I I can't blame him for... uh, for for benching him and for putting Minshew in, but another thing you got to look at too, I'm sure the Eagles would really love to have him back in Philadelphia right now because the paper MVP is really been inconsistent. I I mean they're just pretty much handing Dallas the division right now. I mean you they've had every but Dallas chance. isn't really doing that well either. Yeah, they they've had every chance to get to take the lead from Dallas. And and they're just not playing up to par. Uh, they, I mean, it's more problems than than him. But I mean, that that's that's got to be a, a that's that's where you start with is with that quarterback and everything he was supposed to do this year and the MVP before the season even started. So uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's not happening. All right, let's talk about Sunday. And I know Lynn will love to talk about Sunday because Lynn had. A, well, let's talk about Thursday's games first. Let's get to that first. Uh, leading off, leading off the first game was the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. 
you know, how long has Detroit been playing since like the 40s? They played every Thanksgiving game. Yeah. And this was a close game. You had a third-string quarterback in, and that seems to be the trend going in uh, the NFL this year, uh, third-string quarterback. And he comes out firing, I mean, a 75-yard touchdown pass uh, to Kenny Galladay in, in the first quarter, and then he throws another one in the first quarter to Marvin Jones. And it looks like they're in control, but the Bears come back. Uh, Trubisky has a pretty decent game, 29 for 38, 338 yards, three TDs, one pick, and the Bears get the win 24 to 20. I did see, and I don't know if you saw this or not, Lynn, there was, uh, there was one part of the game, the Bears were driving, and it was a third down play, third and like maybe five, and Trubisky scrambled, and this a classic, classic uh, case of not knowing where the sticks are, where the first down marker is. Instead of going and going straight ahead, and he was like a yard away from getting the first down. All he had to do really much was fall forward. He cuts back and doesn't get the the first down, and I think it led to a, a field goal. Uh, they, they, which they could have had a touchdown on that, but I know his coach was uh, pretty. He he had something to say to him when he when he comes to the sidelines. But Bears go to six and six. Lions fall to three eight and one. Have you heard they are calling for Matt Patricia's head in Detroit now? Wow, <clears throat> was this his second well, second year or third year? I don't know. I don't know how long it's been. But they are they are calling for his head. They're calling for him to go out of town. There a lot a lot of talk about it this morning. Uh, but you know, if it's his second year, you you got to give him another year here. Let me see if if I can pull up how many years he's been there. Usually, it takes four or five years for your program to work. You've got to draft your own people. Yeah, and I mean. Hold on, I'm pulling up his stuff now. Got to give him a few drafts to get yeah, the people I mean, you get them in. Yeah, you got to get your players in. Uh, yeah. This looks like he has been since 2018. So this is his second year. You got to give him more time than that. I mean, okay. they were they were they were playing pretty decent to you. And plus, you know, you're down to your to a uh, third string quarterback too, and are playing competitive yeah. with him. So I mean. You know, you need to back up. Detroit, you, you guys can't be picky. I mean, these it's not like you're going to – you've been that great before in a while. Well, in a while. Stafford, you don't know if Stafford's going to be back or not. Um, all right, second game. A game that's so near and dear to your heart. The uh, Buffalo oh, Bills great take on the Dallas Cowboys. I was texting you from Disney about that. What did I tell you? It was Thanksgiving Day, and I said, I'm thankful for the Bills beating the Cowboys. Yeah, that, 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 that great? You know, great? the Cowboys, and we've said this all year long, cannot beat a team with a winning record. They are 0-5 against teams with winning records. 0-5. And, and they're going to go to the playoffs probably. But here's the thing. After, after Sunday – they look the the chances, the probability of a team winning the NFC East. I saw the Redskins pop up there with a four percent chance. That's the first time I've seen that in a while. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. But Buffalo just, you know, Dallas comes out strong, goes down the field, gets a, t- a touchdown in the first quarter, 7 nothing. But after that, 26 straight points by the Bills. And, you know, and, the, and here's the thing with the Cowboys. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've been under the weather. This, this cold is taking my voice, so that's why I sound like this way. But you were sick last week, right? Yeah, I was, I was under the weather last week. I'm trying – I'm finally getting a little bit better and uh but my voice is suffering for it the cowboys between the from the 20 to the 20 can get the ball down the field you get in the red zone it ain't happening for the cowboys prescott can put up all these numbers he wants to 32 for 49 355 yards two tds and a pick but if you can't get the ball in the end zone those 355 yards don't matter. I know he got it in there twice, but there were so many drives he got down the field. Uh, it, three turnovers, two fumbles that he had that, and they were both. Both of the fumbles were were on the other side of the field in the Bill, in Bills territory. So you know there is a problem in Dallas. And you after the game, I know when it was clinched, pretty much clinched. You saw Jerry Jones in the booth, and he was not happy. Uh, he left before he left a box before the game got over with, and no telling what he said on the way down or what was said. And there was a lot of I saw on Twitter there was a lot of hollering in the locker room. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think things are good in Dallas right now. And Jason Garrett, uh, he he may be on his last leg right now. But they're going to win the division and make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, they're going to back into winning the division. Let's see what <coughs> Excuse me. Let's see what their schedule, remaining schedule is. They can, play the Redskins again, the Giants again, and the Eagles, I'm pretty sure. So that's three of the four games. Who? They'll win those three. You know, they, they probably will win those three, but, I mean, come on. Let me pull, pull the schedule up here. So that would, where there's four games left. So they can, best they can do is ten and six. They play the Bears next Thursday, this Thursday night. Huh. I think they and that's at Chicago. So they'll probably beat the Bears. But things not looking good in Dallas right now. Uh, Thursday, the 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 nightcap game, the Saints and the Falcons. Uh, Saints continue their winning ways. They get a 26-18 win over the Falcons. I think they pretty much clinched the NFC South. But, um, you know, we were looking. Oh, they did. They got a little mark beside their Yeah, name. they clinched the NFC South. They clinched it, yeah. But, you know. In week, what, 13? That's crazy. Yeah. What, who was second? The Panthers are actually second. And I think they and were. Yet, they were like five. The Cowboys games. should have clinched weeks ago. How bad their division is, and they haven't. Yeah, this. I don't know. You know, not a, not a surprise here as far as the Falcons and uh, Falcons and in the Saints. Uh, Drew Brees has has another good game, uh, but <clears throat> the Falcons, you know, it is. Is Quinn on the way out now? I mean, he's lost. He got on that hot streak for two games. Now he's lost two more in a row. So I, they got to be thinking about making a change there. I know they're playing better, but 
what was it, 17 to 9 at halftime, and, and then they scored nine more in the fourth quarter and make it 18. So, uh, I think the the Falcons will probably have another coach after this year. He may finish out the year, but don't look for him to be. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know. I mean, I know they've had some injuries. I know, but you know, they put together two good games. Uh, Who was against Panthers and the Saints? And Saints were looking for them this time. So, but that's the only two games they played complete games all year. I, I don't know what the problem is there. Let's go to Sunday's games. First of all, we'll lead off with the Redskins and the Panthers. Dude, how bad are the – okay, how good did the Panthers look on the first two drives? Yeah. How bad did they look? Except for that, the best onside kick I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, there was nobody around that for the Redskins. The best onside kick I've ever seen in my entire life. And they got I, and here's the thing. What's the deal with Carolina now? For those of you that didn't see it, Carolina goes down 29-14 late in the game. Um, they they end up scoring with right at the two minute warning. Kyle Allen on a 17 yard run to make it, and they went ahead and kicked the extra point this time. I was so proud of them. I said I heard the I was listening on the radio. And the guy said, you want to go ahead and kick the extra point this time. And then if you score. Yeah, to keep yourself in the game. <laughs> if you score again, you go for two. So, But I texted you early on, though. The Redskins went for two in the second quarter. Yeah. That is a bad decision. I, was, I don't know what they were thinking there. Too early. Uh, yeah, that was not you smart. You go for two only in the fourth quarter. But the Panthers, like you said, they do one of the best onside kicks you've ever seen. They get it, and they move down to the one-yard line. Four shots to score a touchdown inside the five-yard line, and they can't get it done. But that's been the thing all year with the Panthers. They've done that two more times this year against uh, against Tampa Bay when Cam Newton was still a quarterback, and then against Green Bay, then again now against the Redskins. They can't get it in. And McCaffrey, as good as he is, he is just not that power back that can can bust through the line in that kind of situation. They need a they need somebody to compliment him on that kind of situation. But listen, Darius Geis, one of the best stiff arms I've seen in a long time. I mean, it's right up there with Vance McDonald from last year with Pittsburgh against the Bucks. Darius Geis, ten carries, 129 yards, two TDs. Uh, has he come into his own now? You think he, this is a, the start of something? Yes, it was nice to actually see him have a really good game. He has been injury prone his year and a half so far. It was great to see that. What about what about uh, your boy Haskins? What are you thinking about him now? I think he's taking baby steps, but he still has a long ways to go. Yeah, but I still think it should be blown up. Get rid of Peterson, Norman, Reed, Vernon Davis, uh, even Kerrigan. I've said this before. Let's blow it up. Keep the young players. I think Harmon looks good from NC State. Of course, Gary Terry and guys and Hopkins. Yeah, and uh, the Redskins had 248 yards rushing between, uh, mostly between Peterson and guys. Uh, as Peterson had a, a touch, added a touchdown too. He his was pretty much the clincher on a 12-yard <laughs> touchdown run. But the Redskins get the win, 29-21, moved to. Three and nine to Panthers, 
thoughts you five and seven. Now you think Ron Rivera's on the hot seat now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so too. I, I you know, I, I tried to. I, some Panther fans came in my live video on uh, on Sunday talking about he needs to go, and I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, down another one down to a, a backup quarterback or a third string quarterback, another situation there. And uh, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt there, but you know a lot of Panthers fans, even to the point where one of them told me that we could have Luke Keekley, and I was like, "Well, send him my way. I will take him." Really? Yeah, yeah. Anybody would, right? <laughs> yeah, anybody would take Keekley. I mean, you're crazy not to. If they were going to give him. How old is he? I don't know how old he is now, uh, but I know he's had some concussions. But uh, you know. I'll still take him. All right. Go down to Indianapolis. AFC South matchup between the Titans and the Colts. Titans are on a hot streak. Now, the Colts, we were talking about how the Colts were playing so well. They've kind of gone cold here lately. Uh, Adam Vinatieri, of course, has another another game where he has his field goal, uh, field goal blocked on this one. Uh, but the Titans... Continue that hot streak. They've won three in a row now. They get the win, 31-17 over the Colts. Uh, Tannehill, it, wow, he's really stepped in. I know Miami probably wishes they had Tannehill back now if playing like this. 17 for so 22. Is it Mariota officially done? I would think so. This guy's won like five out of the last six games since he started. So I think uh, Mariota's going to be sitting the bench for a while until you know he screws up. But... The big thing in this Titans offense right now is Derrick Henry. 26 carries, 149 yards, and a touchdown. He is he is the difference right there. He's making Tannehill better. Uh, he really wasn't running for a whole lot with Mariota, but and I don't but I don't think that was the problem there. I think Mariota's just a bust. But yeah, uh, Titans Titans are right there in the playoff mix, and uh, at seven and five. Colts kind of taking a step back. One time they were first in the AFC South. Now they've dropped to third. They're six and six. So uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with the Colts right now. That Percep, 319 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. But Tennessee continues that that hot streak, three in a row, with a 31-17 win over the Colts. Next up, ooh, what a game this was! The Jets and the Bengals. Now, could this be the week? The man that's sitting on top of his restaurant, the Bengals fan, could could he come off after this week? And, uh, yeah, he, he gets to come off. He's probably at home right now celebrating as the Bengals get their first win, 22-6 to over the Jets. Now, this is the Jets team that has scored 34 points the last two weeks and a win against the Redskins and the Raiders. And now you lose to the Bengals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Twenty-two to six. Andy Dalton gets back in the starting lineup. He does pretty well. Twenty-two for thirty-seven, two hundred forty-three yards and a touchdown. Listen to it now. I'm, I'm telling you. You know I'm a Steelers fan. And you know Le'Veon. Ten carries, thirty-two yards, no touchdown. This guy has. I'm sure he's kicking himself for leaving the Steelers. Right? This guy has maybe 550, somewhere in that range, yards rushing this year. And what, we're in week 13 or 14? 13. 
Yeah, this was week 13. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you might be kicking yourself a little bit there for for the way you done, but karma will come back and bite you. He yeah. did it. Karma will come back and bite you. So the Bengals, the yeah, bottom three of the NFL win this week. The Bengals, Redskins, and leading up to our next game, the Eagles and the Dolphins. So paper MVP, Carson Wentz. <laughs> I like it you do that. I okay. mean, they go up 10 to nothing quick on the Dolphins. And the Dolphins, you know, Fitzmagic just says, okay, I got this under control. Ends up winning 37-31. And Fitzmagic has 365 yards, three TDs, one interception. Carson Wentz, 310 yards, three TDs, and a pick. But there are so many problems in Philadelphia right now. I don't know where to begin. Your quarterback, your secondary, uh, your your wide receivers. There's so many problems there in Philadelphia that they, when you can't beat a Miami Dolphins team. Granted, it was that Miami, but and you you have the perfect. You know they had to be thinking, okay, this is our chance to get the NFC East back. You've got it right in front of you. Dallas is giving it to you, and you can't. You won't take it. It's pretty pretty bad there. Uh, but the Eagles fall to five and seven. Dolphins go to three and nine. What was that about tanking? Yeah, yeah, that's not happening. I think so. So the Dolphins, Redskins, and the and the Bengals. The Bengals would have the number one pick right now, and I think they're two games behind both the Redskins. Number two is the Giants. Oh, the Giants. Number three is the Redskins. That's right. right the Giants. Giants are, are two. Redskins are three. Wow. I just checked it before the show. Burrow. So the Redskins won a game, and they moved up from fourth to third. Crazy tie-breaking rules for draft is all I have to say. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the game of the week, Friday, right here. The 49ers and the Ravens. What could be a Super Bowl matchup? Nasty weather in Baltimore, too. A rain. Uh, you know, it, was, it just looked nasty out there. And back-and-forth game, and, and just a great game. It come down to... To time control is what it came down to, and the, and the Ravens end up kicking a field goal with time running out. A 49-yard field goal by Justin Tucker that gives them the 20 to 17 win. Uh, Ravens go to 10 and 2. 49ers fall to 10 and 2. But uh, just a, I mean, it was a back and forth game. Lamar Jackson had his over 100 yards rushing, 100 yards passing. Um, Raheem, I don't even know who this guy, Raheem Mostart, 19 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown for the 49ers, but they fall just short 20 to 17. Uh, a lot of people talking this morning about Garoppolo, and I didn't see where he played that bad, but they're saying that he was the weak, weak link. He didn't turn the ball over as far as, uh, but, and Lamar Jackson had his first turnover of the year, a fumble, uh, but. Sacks. Let's see. Baltimore had two sacks. No. Turnovers. I'm looking at turn. Fumbles lost one apiece. So one to, I mean, it was a pretty even game. Uh, actually, let's see. Rushing yards. Baltimore had the edge by four. Passing yards. Uh, San Francisco by 52. But just come down to the end. And, who, and the, the, pay, the Ravens keep the ball for like the last five or six minutes of the game and get the field goal at the end. Just better time management. And uh, 
the Ravens continue their hot streak, and right now are the favorites over the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. They've got to be. Yeah, I think that was just a uh, preview of Super Bowl 63. I think that's where we're at right now, I think. But let's see. Who's next? Tampa Bay and Jacksonville. Jameis Winston, what did you text me? As a tracker? There, yeah, there, there was, you know, the uh, Bleacher Report has a tracker. It's a turnover tracker that they come up with every week. I didn't really pay attention to it this week. I was at work. So, let's see. Did he turn up? No TDs, no picks. Sure Dude. Oh, come on. Did he fumble? I see. I'm looking. One fumble lost by, I don't know, I'm looking. See? See? It may not have been him, though. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt till we. <coughs> Hold on, I'm looking now. Uh, fumble. Yes, fumble lost. He did. Yes, the streak continues. Told you. Jacob yes, Wilson continues. But Nick Foles just struggled. I mean, struggled in this game. Turned the ball over the first three possessions of the game and his bench at halftime with the Bucks up 25 to nothing. Uh, Gordon Minshew comes in, makes it a little respectable as Tampa Bay gets the 28-11 win. Um like I said, Jameis Winston continues the turnover streak. Doesn't let us down this week. But uh, this is one of those, really one of those who cares games, unless you're a Jacksonville fan and or a, a Buccaneers fan. Buccaneers go to 5-7. and seven. They're tied for second in the NFC South. Jacksonville follows the 4-8, fourth in the AFC South. All right, moving right along. The Packers and the Giants, a snow game at New York. Yeah, you got out of work. Good, early. Isn't it? You got to watch work early yeah. because of snow. Yeah, isn't that great? I don't you think it's snowing it. now, though. You can have, huh? I don't think it's snowing right now, though. I haven't looked out the you window. You got to work tomorrow. I'm probably yeah. I took the train into work today, though. I didn't want to drive. Yeah. I'm taking the train in tomorrow. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go look outside because you said this. Give you the weather for us in New York City. Uh, Here uh, It's not snowing. Yeah. So the Packers... Is a masker? No, no. Packers take all the Giants, and Packers get the win 31-13, to 14-point uh, fourth quarter that, that pulls them away. It was actually closer than the score said, but Daniel Jones struggles. 240 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 19 carries, 83 yards. Aaron Rodgers, four touchdown passes, no interceptions. And the Giants fall to fourth in the NFC East, where the Redskins have been most of the year. And the Packers stay first in the NFC North with 9-3. and three. you got to feel good about that in a way, though, Lynn. I know you wanted that draft pick, but you got to feel good about not being in the cellar anymore. Uh, I'd rather have Chase Young. Chase, oh, right. so now we're going with Chase Young. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, Murrow, is it Joe Murrow? Murrow, Murrow, his name. So here's the thing. I really wanted them to lose and lose and lose. But if they have to win, I want to see Haskins, Geist, and McLaurin look good. Right. And I want them to progress. So if they accidentally win, like, four games this year, long as they're looking good and getting better, I'll be fine with it. Okay. I believe you. Not. <laughs> uh, no, it's true. I believe you. I really believe. 
I was expecting something different. It was that. actually, it was fun to watch them in because I didn't get to see a single down of the Detroit game when they won Detroit. I was actively pulling against them while I was walking around, <laughs> and I kept checking the phone, and I'm like, Pew! and they won. I was like, crap. But I got to watch this game, and I enjoyed it, and it was fun. Yeah. Is that what it feels like? Hey. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go to the Rams and the Cardinals. Rams coming off that beatdown they took on Monday Night Football against the Ravens last week. And I'm telling you, I, anybody, I, I had some people telling me I was at a basketball game. People telling me the Rams were only, the Ravens were favored by four. And I was like, yeah, that will never happen. They were, the Rams won't be within four of them after the first quarter. And I was right. Uh, it was such a beat down by the Rams. They they recover against the Cardinals. They get a 34-7 to win over Arizona. Jared Goff, he has a good game. I hope I hope this secondary is as bad as, I, as, as he made them look. Uh, 424 yards, two TDs, no picks. Gurley, 19 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. And, uh, you know, wow, Robert Woods, 13 receptions, 172 yards. And just just a struggle as it was a shutout till late in the fourth quarter. Kyler Murray gets a touchdown run to make it 34-7. The Rams go to 7-5, and five, third in the NFC West. Cardinals fall to 3-8-1 and one, and fourth in the NFC West. So, the game that I'm going to talk about next. Revenge game at Heinz Field. Yes, Heinz. Yeah. Hines, the, the only catch-up. The only catch That's right, the catch-up of champions. <clears throat> Everybody knows the build-up to this game it, after that incident a couple weeks ago in Cleveland, and there was a lot of talking all week. You know, uh, the T-shirt is like a T-shirt war. Uh, Steelers were coming in there with T-shirts that said free pounce. He talking about Marquise Pouncey. Uh, of course, we talked about earlier about the, the Browns. They started it, the Browns T-shirt. So, uh, and now you've got, after the struggle of Mason Rudolph in the Cincinnati game, and Duck, the Duck, Devlin Hodges coming in, relief to, to save the Steelers from losing to the Bengals last week. Duck Devlin gets DD. He gets a, a start this week, his second start of the year, and he comes through. Starts out kind of slow, but finishes nice. 14 for 21, 212 yards, one TD, and a pick. But he managed the game. Benny Snell, Jr. for the Steelers, 16 carries, 63 yards, has his first touchdown. James Washington, four catches. He made some incredible catches, 111 yards and one touchdown. And let's look at this now. The Heisman Trophy winner, Baker, May Baker Mayfield, number one pick in the draft, 18 for 32, 196 yards, one TD, and an interception. De Devlin Hodges, the undrafted third-string quarterback, outplayed him. And, yeah. you, you know, it was the, – the Browns jumped out. you got to give Mike Tomlin credit for what he's done with the Steelers this year. With all the injuries, with all the setbacks, um, he has done an incredible job with the, with what he's put on the field. Uh, and, and to hear him talking on Pittsburgh Talk Radio this morning, the defense – because they they got jumped all over. It was ten nothing just like in the second quarter, and the defense players were saying that 
Mike Tomlin came up to him, pretty much drew it out how they were going to stop the Browns. And after that, the Browns scored three points for the rest of the game. So give Mike Tomlin, a lot of people give Mike Tomlin a lot of crap, and I have in the past for decisions he's made, but he's doing an incredible job, probably saved his job this year with, with what, and I, I'm saying that now, and no matter what happens the rest of the year, Mike Tomlin's done an incredible job with what with a you know a third string quarterback, uh, no no starting wide receivers, not your starting running back. You're missing your your Hall of Fame quarterback and center, and and you come out with a win twenty to thirteen. Pittsburgh goes to seven and five. Browns pretty much season over five and seven. Yeah, and that made it that much sweeter that they that probably ended their season there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So next game, who's next? Raiders and the Chiefs. Wow, <clears throat> Mr. Gold Jacket, oh, as Lynn likes calling. Mm. They are. Looking, he got better this week. Yeah, I mean they looked impressive this week, and not, it wasn't just him. Mm. I mean he just had 175 yards. Passing and one touchdown. I don't know what was wrong with him this week, but uh, the running game kind of kind of got into it. He was in in the running game itself, but a pick six off uh, David Carr. David Carr as Derek Carr. Excuse me. Uh, two picks again this week, and uh, wow, we put the kiss of death on Oakland, didn't we? We were talking a couple weeks ago about Gruden. Oh yeah, Gruden doing such a great job with them, and now he's turned into. Uh, yeah, not so great. Uh, and they were in the wild card hunt. Now they're kind of looking on the outside, looking in. The Raiders fall to six and six. Chiefs go to eight and four with a forty to nine thrashing of the Raiders. So, a couple more games here. Chargers and the Broncos. Now a lot of talk out of L.A. this week about Philip Rivers is on a short leash if he continues to play. Not as well as he, as bad as he's been playing, that they were considered benching him and starting Tyrod Taylor. That's pretty bad there. Uh, but Rivers has a decent game. He does throw a pick, but he 265 yards, two TDs, and that pick. But they fall behind 14 to nothing in the first quarter. That seems to be the thing with with the Chargers this year. They fall behind in a lot of these games and just can't catch back up. Drew Locke. 18 for 28, 134 yards, two TDs and a pick. Could this be the quarterback of the future for the Broncos? The Broncos get the win, and I will say this. They kick a field goal at the end that was set up by a bogus, to me, pass interference call. When you're you're a defensive back, you have a right to go to the ball, to try to get the ball. And, I mean, it, as long as you're not pushing the guy, grabbing him, and this guy didn't, he was going to the ball. He was trying to make an interception. I think that was a terrible call, and it set up Denver for that game. When field. There was a lot of bad calls. You know, that one, one call, I don't know if you saw it or not, somehow they called false start on Pittsburgh's quarterback, and – Dan Fouts was doing the commentating. He was he watched it over and over again. He said, "I don't see anything he did. I don't even see him moving." But 
you know, I think I think we needed a new referee college or a new referee school or whatever they got to go to because these guys are uh, are not up to par. The Broncos get a 23-20 win. <coughs> they moved to four and eight. And it wasn't reviewed. But it wasn't reviewed. That was well, the same thing. It was, it was inside two minutes. Why didn't New York pick that up? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was just I, – I mean, I don't have a dog in the fight either way, the Broncos or the Chargers, but that, that that just wasn't right. Chargers are now fourth, dead last in the AFC West after the Broncos beat them. Who would ever thought that? Wow. So, let's go to the Sunday night game. Uh, Patriots and the Texans. And I know what the Patriot fans are going to say. Well, well, a lot of our team was sick all week. We had the flu. We had two different planes come in, one with the sick ones and one with the healthy ones. Well, I think Tom Brady must have had some of that flu, whatever y'all were talking about, because he did not look. Yeah, he had 300 yards, but he looked like a tired Tom Brady. <coughs> he looked, this team he looked, looked 43 or something, yeah, right? Yeah, I think it might be catching. You know, and I'm not, I know we've said this over the years. I think it might be catching up with him now. We're getting late in the year, and but we're saying all of this, and this team is ten and two. You know, they'll they'll probably be contending for the Super Bowl, but <clears throat> twenty four for forty seven. Baltimore will beat them in that championship, maybe. Twenty four for forty seven. He threw forty seven times, and only he completed just over half, as the. Texans and Deshaun Watson with three touchdown passes beat the Patriots 28-22 in a game that wasn't even that close. I mean, after New England scored uh, that field goal to start the game, I was like, you know, this is going. They're going to move the ball down the field. Houston settled down on defense, uh, took away Edelman, and and there was nobody else there. You even saw it on the on the on the TV, the highlights and stuff, Brady over there giving one of his uh, wide receivers a lectures on the bench. And use some use some bad words. Who, I'm surprised they didn't cut away from that. But you could read his lips. Um, there was a couple of F-bombs dropped on that. But he looked like he was talking to a four-year-old when he was saying the way he was talking. But the Patriots dropped to 10-2. and two. Texans go to 8-4. and four. Now the Patriots are the number two seed in the AFC, and with the Ravens went beating the Forty ers and uh, yeah, I think that's that might be a sign of things to come right there. Let's see. So Monday night tonight, we're recording on Monday. So Monday night is Captain Kirk traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks in a game. I think uh, <coughs> I th- I don't know. I think Seattle wins with the home field. Tonight? Tonight, yeah. In about yeah, Captain Kirk can't beat a good team, and he doesn't do that in prime time. Yeah, and he's playing at yeah. Seattle, too, so I don't think that'll happen. Let's go to our picks for next week's games. Dallas at Chicago on Thursday night. Who are you going with? Well, I think Dallas is going to win. Yeah. Stuck, man. Chicago doesn't <laughs> have a win record, so. Atlanta. Carolina at Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. Carolina. Carolina? So they both suck. Yeah. Okay, so Dallas got 
Oh, no, we picked <laughs> Dallas. Both of us picked Dallas. Dallas is only getting 38% of the vote at Chicago. And Carolina is only getting 32% of the vote over Atlanta. Baltimore at Buffalo. Hmm. Baltimore at Buffalo? I'm going with Buffalo. Baltimore. I'm going with Buffalo. 35% Buffalo. Cleveland and Cincinnati at Cleveland. I'm going Cincinnati. Two game I hope win. Cincinnati wins. Two game winning. Cincinnati streak. needs to win a few more games. Seven percent pick Cincinnati. So I'm really going against the Rangers. At please. Cincinnati? Yeah. No, at, at Cleveland. At Cleveland. At Cleveland? Man, there's no way Cleveland's going to lose to them. Mm. Washington at Green Bay. I'm oh, going, Green Bay. Easy. Yeah, I'm going Green Bay. Detroit at Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota in that Minnesota. one. Yep. Yeah, Redskins got 4% of the vote. <laughs> Detroit got 9%, so I'm going with the underdogs on a lot of these. San Francisco at New Orleans. Oh, man. Ooh. That's going to be a good one. At New Orleans. Oh. I think San Fran. I think that defense is too tough for Drew Brees. Okay, I think that's a one o'clock game too. That's a one o'clock game. That needs to be a prime time game. I'm sorry. It needs to be pushed to eight o'clock. Yeah, it needs to be flexed. That's what I think. Miami at New York. Giants or Jets? Jets. Miami. Yeah, I'm going Miami. San Fran only got eighteen percent of the vote. Miami got twelve percent. Indianapolis at Tampa Bay. I'm going to Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis again. Yeah. I agree. Indy only got 37% of the vote. Denver at Houston. I'm going Houston. That's, uh, Houston. Yeah. I'm going Houston. 91% of the vote. <coughs> Chargers at Jacksonville. Ooh. Oh, my God. The Chargers are the most underachieving team this year. Ooh. Who the Chargers there? Yeah. Chargers. Tennessee at Oakland. I'm going Tennessee. And here's another game. Tennessee. No, I got Tennessee. This is another game. I don't understand. You know, I know you got to have some good games on tennis. New England, Kansas City at New England. That's a 4:25 game. And when I tell you what the the uh, eight or eight o'clock game is, you're going to really flip. <laughs> somebody. No. Um, I think Kansas City is going to beat New England. I do too. They only get twenty-two percent of the vote. Pittsburgh at Arizona. I'm going with my boys. Well, yeah, you always pick Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. I've been right seven times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> true. All right. Here's the eight o'clock game. The Seahawks at the Rams. Seahawks, easy. Not it's not going to be a game. Not according to these picks. Seattle's only getting 25% of the vote. They're crazy. Yeah, they are. And here's a great Monday night football matchup. The Yawner. The Giants at the Eagles. What? Yep. Of course, that, yeah, you, know, you, you, can't play, 
You can't flex Monday night football. So. <clears throat> Not anymore, huh? <clears throat> no. So I'm going Eagles with that. They got 94%. Uh, score the game, Eagles 24. I'm going to say it's close. 18, 24 to 18. Seattle and the Rams. Thirty-one. Yeah, I don't want to kill them. Thirty-one, twenty-one. I'll say. Who scored the most points this week? Can't say the Washington thing anymore. I think Seattle over uh, the Rams. I think Seattle. And then who scored the fewest? Gosh, that's a tough one. We got Cincinnati winning this week. Yeah. Jets. Who are the Jets playing? Miami. Hmm. Ooh. I don't know who to pick on viewers. Maybe the Jets. <coughs> we'll have to go with the Jets. All right. I'll the Jets. Yeah. yeah. I'll the Jets. <clears throat> Let's talk, uh, We'll talk a little uh, college football and again and talk about this is the first time. I don't know if you knew this. How many years? When? Okay, I'll put it to you. This. When was the last time both Nick Saban and Bill Belichick coach teams lost on the same weekend? Oh my God! I have no idea. Two thousand eleven. Up until this year. Wow. And, uh, you know, if you watched, I don't know if you watched that Alabama game with Auburn. Uh, you know, Tua was out, so they, but it was a great game back and forth. Uh, Auburn got them win 48-45. to 45. They had, actually, they had a chance to tie it. Auburn had, I mean, Alabama had a chance to tie it. A 30-yard field goal kicker hits one of the uprights, bounces out. Uh, Auburn takes over, trying to run out the clock. Gets to fourth and four with how much time left? Um, a minute 17 on their own 26-yard line. Um, they lined, it, lined up. Auburn lined up their punter at, at wide receiver and had the quarterback back. So, okay. I didn't watch this, right? Yeah. So Alabama noticed it late, and then they tried to substitute. But then the uh, the the Auburn quarterback pointed to the referee said, "Count, count the players, count the players." They had twelve men on the field. Yeah. So it was fourth and four. They got called for twelve men on the field. That gave them a five-yard penalty, gave them a first down. Alabama had no more timeouts. That game. And now Nick Saban is saying it was unfair. How was that unfair? I don't know. He said he tried to substitute his defensive back on, but Alabama was flagged for 12 men on the field, giving Auburn a game in the first down. I really feel it's a pretty unfair play, said Saban. And you know what? I mean, and the main reason he's saying that is because they're not going to be eligible for the playoffs unless some money exchanges somewhere. Something crazy happens. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to be eligible for the play college football playoffs this year for the first time in forever. Uh, and it's it makes me so happy. Sorry, Alabama fans, but 
I'm not an Alabama fan. I don't feel bad for them at all. Tired of tired of watching y'all, and tired of. And let me tell you another thing that I did not like that I saw in that Alabama game. Auburn's, you know, after that play, Auburn's pretty much sealed the deal. They down the ball. They're kneeling the ball. The last play, they kneeled the ball. And I don't know if anybody noticed this, but me. I hope somebody else did. Alabama linebacker tries to dive over the line while they're kneeling the ball. That that's uncalled for. I mean, you know they're going to kneel. And you're doing that. Say You're supposed to be classy when you win and classy when you lose. That was not classy. Yeah, it's Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, it's Alabama. That's though. called sour grapes and can't can't take a loss. So, uh, yeah, they've won so much they need to learn how to lose. Now, you went on this trip to Disney last year. Now, who did you use to plan your trip, though? I... I used TrueNorthVacations.com and got a wonderful package for Disney with the Disney dining plan and staying at an on-site resort. It was awesome. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures. TrueNorthVacations.com. Yeah, you look. You guys look like you had a ball. The Star Wars stuff looked fun. The piloting the oh, Millennium Falcon. Yes, my daughter and I piloted that. Yeah, y'all, uh, it, it y'all was a blast. Rubbing sure. it in on me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, you know, we can change the, um, uh... Oh, the cruise? Final score cruise to final score Disney Universal. A Disney Universal experience, yeah. I'm sh- yeah. Nah, I, I will stick with the cruise for now. Four, three to five years now. Three to five yeah, years. three to five years. So, next week, we will be talking about... You know, we're going to get have to start talking about playoff implications pretty soon. I mean, right now, you got one team that is clear. Already? Oh, yeah. The wild card race is, is you know, is, is pretty tight. And both, let me see. Let's, let, let's kind of get a feel for it right now. <clears throat> All right. Patriots are a game ahead of the Bills. That They've got another game to play, which the Patriots would... Well, I don't know. If they, would, if, if they do end up beating, Bills have got a tough one. they got the Ravens this week, and then they're going to have to play the Patriots. So that's going to be tough on them. But the Patriots got the Chiefs this week, in which we picked them to lose. Uh, Ravens are up three oh, games. Oh, they'll be fine. Ravens are up three games on the Steelers. I think they've pretty much got the AFC North clinch. <coughs> Steelers in the playoff hunt, as are the Bills. With the They are the two wild cards right now at this minute. Texans, they're a game ahead of the Titans right now. That could be, a, and only two games ahead of Ooh. the Colts. So that could be a yeah. uh, a big time race coming down to the end. Chiefs, two games ahead of the Raiders. I don't think they'll have a problem there. I think the Raiders are going to be on the downswing now. Um, NFC side, Cowboys up a game on the Eagles at six and six, pretty much, and only three games up on on the Redskins. Wow. Yeah, the doubt is Dallas. They're going to win it. They're going to back in four it games. Anything. Four games ahead of the last place team. Wow. NFC North, uh, the Packers, a half game lead on the Vikings who are playing tonight against the Seahawks. So that could uh, tonight's games could have big implications for that. And then the you going to watch it tonight? Do what? You gonna watch it? I'm gonna. I'll probably be. I'll probably be watching some of it. I won't pay close attention, but I'll be watching it. 
Uh, Saints have already clinched the South. Uh, they're five games ahead of the Buccaneers and the Panthers right now, so that's that's done with. And the NFC West is a good one too. That's big implications on both for both teams here. 49ers have a half game lead on the on the on the Seahawks. And here's the thing: Seahawks win tonight, they will go in first place in the NFC West with that win over the 49ers on Monday night a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Rams are sitting. Really? Yeah. Rams are sitting back three games behind. And looking at the wild cards, uh, Vikings, the Vikings and the Seahawks right now, depending on what happens tonight. So that's major playoff implications right here tonight. So you might want to tune in to that game. Wow, that's crazy. Um, anything else we got this week? Here. Um, I'll end it. I'll end it with this. Okay. We talked about Carolina basketball this year and how they're oh, not, yeah. they're not strong. They had a terrible game against Michigan in this. Uh, what was this battle but for? Michigan's it? now ranked number four. Okay, this is what I'm getting to. The battle for Atlantis yeah. tournament. Michigan ends up winning it. Okay, how bad is college basketball this year when a team can go? From being unranked uh, to number four in the nation in one week. I don't. Maybe there's just nothing out there. I've never heard of that <laughs> happening before. I mean, granted, you you won the tournament. You beat Carolina. Well, Carolina's not that impressive this year. And they care. beat Gonzaga. They beat well, Gonzaga. They beat Gonzaga. Two two top two top ranked teams. But yeah, I don't, I don't even know what Michigan's record is right now. Let me see. They're undefeated, aren't they? Like six and nine, seven and nine. They have to be undefeated or they wouldn't be four. I hope so. You know, of course, Jawan Howard, the former Fab Five member at Michigan, is the head coach at Michigan now. Let's see, seven. But, they're seven and zero. Oh. The Tar Heels just had like a really bad stretch. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, who do they play next? Michigan plays Louisville, who is first in the in the country. That's next. That'll be tomorrow night at seven thirty. So they will have to earn that fourth. You know, Louisville. You know, they're liable to beat Louisville. Who knows? But uh, Louisville is first in the country, and that's the latest. Number one in the country. That's there's been several of them this year so far, and that's just the way the NCAA basketball is going to be. And that's, I guess, that's pretty good. You want you want to have some. It, it doesn't matter who's number one right now. It all all that matters is who's number one at the end. But uh, nothing real impressive in college basketball this year so far to me. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe they'll get there, right? Maybe. Maybe the longer but you get the Hurricanes are doing well. The Carolina Hurricanes are doing well. I figured. They're getting there, you know. So how do you know that plug again, right? Yeah. What's their record now? Oh, God. I think like 15. I don't know. They're okay. decent. They've won the past two. Are they first? No. They're in wild card position right now. Okay. Washington Capitals are going nuts in their division. So, no, they're, they're way down. Um, 
16, 10, and 1. Okay. So they're, as long as they get... But they're in it. If they end it today, they'd be in the playoffs. Well, as long as they get in the playoffs. As long as you get in, that's, that's the thing. Alright, guys. That is going to do it for us this week. Next week, we'll be back and talk more about NFL, of course. Like you said, we're getting down to the playoff run now. Uh... We'll talk more about that. We'll talk. Maybe we'll talk a little NCAA basketball. We'll, we'll let you know how Michigan, who's the new number one, because uh, I got a feeling Michigan's going to beat Louisville. I think Michigan's on a hot streak, but I've never seen a team go from unranked to number four in the nation in one week. But uh, yeah, that was insane. I, I will say. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Be on the lookout for the final score podcast. We'll have some more interviews. Another interview up this week. Plus, we'll have this show. Uh, big things coming we can't really talk about right now, but uh, final score could be, could be some, could be, you could listen to it somewhere else in a, in a few few weeks or a few or maybe a month or so. We'll see. We're, we're working on that right now, but really excited about that, maybe getting into a new, new area, <coughs> new people listen to us so they can hear us rambling on about ketchup and uh, what else no, we can ramble on about. Uh, like, who knows? Yeah, we Anything and everything, man. Anything and everything. Hey, whatever works for us. You guys will listen to it. Potpourri. Potpourri. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lynn's vacation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There you go. All right, guys. Oh, just, hey, good. Yeah. <laughs> When's your next work vacation? March. Jeez. I just want, I just want to work. I told you where I'm going. Yeah, you did. I just want one work vacation. Just send me to a. Well, it is a lot of work to. It is a lot of work to. It's not like all time. <laughs> Must be nice is all I got to say. All right, guys, keep a look. Keep a look out on the final score Facebook page, and uh, we will see you next week on the final score. Have a good week, Lynn. Try not to. Uh, yep. Try not to get snowed in. Maybe I'll send you some snow to your way tonight, so you don't have to. Don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, you guys have a great week. That's the final score.